Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady, here with my co-host, JC. Wendy, it's such a pleasure to be back. Thanks for continuing to have me on your program. I feel honored. You are the world-renowned Wendy Sellers, the HR lady, visiting other podcasts, doing amazing things online with human resources. You're you're unbelievable, Wendy. You are. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I want to uh, talk about a really, you know, in-depth topic topic today. We're going to be doing a series. Uh, so this is session one of five. And our topic is management training and that honestly, it's no longer optional. Uh, why is that? Because people leave cultures. Managers are a part of that culture. Managers create the culture often, um, not always on purpose. It just ends up happening. And we know that it's so, so hard to attract people to our company. And then if we're fortunate enough to hire them and get them to hang out there longer than new hire orientation, <laughs> we want them to, you know, we want to retain them. And the key to doing that is, Managers, 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 managers. And let's face it, JC, most people become managers. And I know I did not because I was like, hey, put me in coach. Let me be a manager. It was just out of you were there at the right time in the right place or depending how you're looking at it, the wrong time in the wrong place. Right? <laughs> or uh, maybe maybe you were best at flipping burgers. So they're going <laughs> to move you on a little bit. Right. Exactly. Like, hey, you're our best productivity star. And therefore, in order to keep you, you want more money. Oh, so now you have to be a manager. But by the way, we're not going to give you any training whatsoever. <laughs> you know, like you know, though, there's something about that that be. bothers me, my friend. And. And that is that managers are actually not entirely to blame because they can't always change some of those corporate policies. Uh, sometimes it's ownership or executives that could be to blame, though, too, right? Oh, absolutely. It's it's a little bit of everybody. But let's start, like, for the small companies that are listening today, it is the ownership is usually also leadership, and they're usually also managers. And then, you know, you hire a few employees and you start growing, and you're like, I need somebody else to be a supervisor or a lead or a manager. And we just say, like you just said, JC, well, you're the best employee we have. So we're going to put all the, the new responsibilities on you. And then we wonder why our employees suddenly become disengaged, checking out, stressed and looking at other other companies to, to possibly take their productivity skills to. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, according to uh, 2017's Gallup Comprehen Gallup's comprehensive research, the state of the American management, 50% of Americans have quit a job to get away from their manager at some point in time in their career. So totally true. I mean, I write about that in both of my books and, um, you know, I don't want to blame managers for everything, right? So for the folks that are listening today, don't keep listening, please. Um, don't just, you know, hang up and say, Hey, 
we're going to blame our managers for everything because it's a lot of times managers have their hands tied. They don't have access to a budget. They don't have access or they're not the decision makers on maybe hiring or termination or maybe they're not even allowed to discipline people. Well, then they're yeah. not really managers. Right. Yeah, that's a big one, right? Like uh, you can't discipline anybody. Well, then why am I why am I called a manager? And then that begs to ask the question, this one's kind of off the cuff a little bit, Wendy, but if, if they're holding the title and they're holding the billet and they have the certain responsibilities, does that then equal a, a certain responsibility of the organization, not just from the perspective of pay, but also in the way that they classify or treat the employee? The the person who uh, was an employee and got promoted to a manager? Yeah, and, yeah. and maybe that managerial role isn't... Uh, that they're not putting that stock in it like they should, right? Oh, you're a manager yeah. just by name in a way, but. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And so I've seen this, thanks for bringing this up, by the way. Um, I've seen this happen too, where companies will say, I'm just gonna put the manager role on you or supervisor, whatever you wanna call it, director, um, just so I can put you on salary, right? Yeah. And then I don't have to pay you for overtime. No, no, no. That's not what the law <laughs> says. But we're not going to get much into the laws here today. That's for another podcast. But, the, you know, the law, the Fair, Fair Labor Standards Act uh, says, hey, we don't care if you call them the president. Um, it's what they do that matters. And that's how we determine if they're going to get paid overtime or not. So even if the employee agrees, says, says, oh, cool, I get that fancy title. Now you don't have to pay me overtime anymore. I don't care if they agree or not. It's still breaking the law. So thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a pleasure. I got another one for you. According to Gallup's 2021 release, uh, it takes more than 20% salary increase to entice most employees away from a manager who engages them and almost nothing to entice most disengaged workers. Yeah. And and believe it or not, it, this piece goes on to say that managers must actually achieve the 12 basic aspects of engagement in order to engage employees. And those factors include knowing what's expected at work, as well as having opportunity to learn and grow. Because engagement and wellness, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, they're linked. Engaged employees are healthier, they're more resilient, and they perform better. Absolutely. And think about it. Like, I, I am so happy when my clients call me. They're usually stressed out when they call me and say, hey, somebody's trying to steal one of our employees. I'm like, well, how did you find out? Well, the employee told me. Well, if the employee told you and it wasn't in a, in a um, you know, a resignation notice, then that means they're, they probably enjoy working with you and just want you to know, hey, other people also value me. But if they're telling you just in a resignation notice, that means they don't really maybe trust you anymore, um, you as a company, um, and they may have issues with whoever their direct manager is. Again, don't walk away from today's podcast saying it's only the manager's fault why people leave. But if you do have truly engaged employees who like what they're doing, and respect their manager and feel respected by their manager and then hopefully of people above that manager as well, it's going to be very, very difficult to get them away from your company. And then you don't have to be worrying so much about your competitors stealing your employees. You yeah. kind of have to worry all the time now because it is a hot, hot, hot marketplace <laughs> out there. Exactly. And you're exactly right. They are more devoted. You know, that engagement, it reduces turnover in crucial high turnover roles by 36% or more. And 
And when we think about that 100-day attrition rate, it it's a differential of nine points. That's according to one Gallup client-focused, uh, taking a look at, at development through effective workplace culture, Wendy. Um, it's, it's not difficult to deliver elements of engagement, being a manager, elements of, of well-being, and a lot of managers do require the assistance to do so. It's, it's shocking how sometimes, just like you said, that training, the cultural immersion just doesn't exist. It really doesn't. Let's talk about that more in our second series of this podcast when we come right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.